welcome to the Suddenly Podcast. Basically, where um, me and Cameron, one of my good friends, decided that we're going to have a podcast kind of out of nowhere. Suddenly. We didn't have a name for it, and we decided, since it was so sudden, that we would name it the Suddenly Podcast. So, you guys are um, currently stuck with that. Welcome to our podcast. Enjoy the ride. Peanuts will be dispensed here shortly. Um, Can we get a sponsor for Peanuts? Please. I don't think it, I don't think they'll give us one that quick, Cameron. We gotta work our way up, you know. Okay, so can, can we make our own peanut brand? Then? Suddenly peanuts. Suddenly peanuts, <laughs> dude. Honestly, <laughs> we can hire a plane to go over like big city areas and just coat the city with like peanuts. peanuts? Suddenly peanuts. <laughs> How cheap are peanuts? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. Well, there's a whole lot more market research and business we gotta look into. I we? mean, what if we made the plane Gosh, dude, run off? The- <laughs> <I didn't see laughs> Sorry, guys. We're currently driving back to Windstar World Casino, uh, where we're staying at for the night um, from Oklahoma City, <laughs> and we just hit the biggest butterfly I think I've seen. Is that a butterfly? Yeah, that was. A I just saw a black object of death. Okay. Hit the car with. So. Anyways, yeah, peanuts. I think it could work. We need a whole lot more market research and uh, just a business plan in general, if that's something. And and they should probably say something about the Suddenly Podcast instead of just Peanuts on there, too. I mean, Suddenly, pod, or suddenly Peanuts, uh, proudly made by Suddenly, suddenly podcast. podcast, you know? I don't um, like the way you say Suddenly. Suddenly? <laughs> say it quickly, though. Suddenly. <laughs> suddenly. 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 Okay, anyways. Um, uh, listen to our podcast to get a 10% discount on the Suddenly Peanuts. <laughs> suddenly Peanuts coming in 2022. September 20th, 2022. And if we're lucky. <laughs> Any emphasis on the September 20th, camera? <laughs> I wrote this down as a point because everybody right now is talking about this. And we need to get into this while it's still... Area 51. Area 51. September 20th, 2019. Oh my god. I mean, okay. I think the big point that everybody talks about with this when they come in is just like, oh, ha ha, aliens, you know? But the most important point that I've I've heard people talk about is, is it actually going to happen? Yeah. And I feel like it's going to be partially like 1% of the people that show up are going to be children. That suckered the that complained to the parents until they actually took them, and the parents are like nobody's gonna show up, nobody's gonna show up. We're just gonna go there. The kid's gonna see there's nobody there, and he's gonna want to go back home. Plus, we don't live too far from Area 51, so it'd be a nice little road trip for the kids. Okay. They go there, they arrive on the date, time, and everything, and either they're right and they don't see anything, or they go, holy crap. And there's just a sea of college students. Because I, if anybody's going to do this, it needs to be college students. There's a sea of college students just sitting out there, like, listening music or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just going to be crazy. Okay. I, I think there's going to be, like, people are going to get in groups, and there's going to be a lot of hype going on. And then when the time goes off, somebody enough money to blow on it, it's going to buy a huge speaker system and just have an air horn go off, and everybody's just going to start walking. Or, you know, the police will be there and handcuff everybody. It won't be a fun time. That's an interesting theory. <laughs> I, 
I, I think, and I honestly, I don't want this to happen for people to get hurt, but I want this to happen because I just want to see, like, the reaction, like, from the government, from the military, and just how people are going to react to this. The news media is going to have a, a friggin' ball of this. See, now, I, I, I feel like I have to disagree. I feel like there's going to be a lot more people than we think there are that are actually going to show up. Um, I mean, because you've, I don't know, I'm, like, part of the group on the Facebook group, the group thing on Facebook. <laughs> Jeez, I think I just had a seizure. Anyways, so I'm part of the you're, group. You're the one with the steering wheel, so please, keep it together. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm part of the group on Facebook, and it's, like, there um, are a couple million people who are, like, at least, like, in the page or, like, looking or interested or going or whatsoever, you know, and for, you know, one point, even if it's one million people, like, a percent of that is a thousand people, Cameron. <laughs> and so it's, like... I'm scared, actually. No, 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 hold on, hold on. A percent of that is 10,000. Sorry, my math is wrong. And it might still be wrong. But, like, 1,000, that would be 100,000 if that was 100%. So, 10,000, that'd be a million if that was 110,000. Okay, so, what's the... Do you know off the top of your head, like, the population of the United States? Uh, I, I think the population of the United States is... Seven million? Seven million? Seven point... I might be mixing it up with the world population, which is like 7.9 billion. But Let, I, it I'll, might be three. I think I'll it's three point something. But like, anyways, hold on. Besides the point, like even if 1% of the 1 million people who say they're going, go, 10,000 people, Cameron? And it's like, I don't think that that could realistically happen. There's not enough room or... or or area or the road itself like there's not enough for that many people to get there um but i do think there will be a pretty pretty decent show up hey did you imagine the traffic oh my god everybody committed to it like businesses businesses were on the news quoted saying like we're packed out for that week that day and like they're trying to figure out and prepare how to you know alien attraction places around that area are booming right now like they are getting ready for probably the biggest like sell of their life and nobody so, was expecting this i'm sure exactly. it was just an internet thing and then like all of a sudden you know jim and his little alien shack exactly. whatever and so it's just like sitting there it's and then, more than just i think it's going to be more than just i don't think it's going to be full out war people actually storming area 51 i think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to go up to the gate see the military there and realize like the danger of it and now it's going to go one of two ways they're going to be smart enough to realize this isn't a good idea take some pictures aggravate some guards and then leave or i mean ten thousand people it's it could it mass hysteria could kick in so quickly that they feel like there is a chance and take on and, and some serious things go down and the thing is i think it only takes like one or two people to start moving past that that line yep and then, like, another guy's like, you know what? I'm going, you know? And, and, and that's the sad part about it is it's like if one or two people decide, let's do this. Let's throw a rock at these guards or let's attack these guards. Like, it all, it the, other, the other nine, yeah, 9,000, yeah, people who are there are going to be affected by it, you know, through violence. 
and it's just crazy like i've seen posts in the in the facebook group chat i've seen posts from like people who work in the air force on that base saying like warning like saying guys for real like don't do this like we've been trained they they were like being trained with you know rpgs and like serious oh, serious oh, like geez. yeah serious serious like and and now it's a facebook group chat so some of it could be fake but like i've seen some pictures like in in some like screenshots of like them talking to their commanders and they're them just saying like how serious they are taking this and i feel like it's also a show for our military um to show how serious they take you know yeah they're not gonna back down just because you're like a citizen or whatever you know yeah um no but yeah that mom mentality i think is gonna play a huge role in all this yeah no joke um i just hope that you know rubber bullets is all they need because if not then it's gonna get I would hope so too I would hope rubber bullets would be like a whole lot of rubber beanbag guns stuff like that but like let's be real if there's a hundred thousand people charging area 51 they're gonna need they're gonna use actual weapons there's no way they can stop a hundred thousand people yeah and then like the reality of it is too is I talked to my friends about this too it's like even if they were to successfully get into area 51 every single thing that has to do with aliens, quote-unquote, or whatever that they're hiding at Area 51 is no longer there. I can guarantee it. They have moved all that stuff to a different location by now because of the chance of one-point-something million people showing up there and charging the base. Like, our military is smarter than that. They wouldn't yeah. leave it there in confidence, you know. Oh, I would hope so. Like, and, flexing their chest and, and hoping that they can fight, you know, American citizens. I feel like they would be smarter than And, you know, there's this... I think there's this idea of, like, American military and, like, big militaries like this. Like, uh, England, Canada, all these big countries, right? Mm -hmm. They all have, like, these these extra plans. Like, this is the case of a nuclear attack, you know? I've, I'm sure that they have one for, like, mass hysteria or whatever. And yeah. so... I think that... They might use this as a as a way to look at their methods. Not that they want to, but they're probably going to learn a lot from this. But it's like, and another thing that I'm like curious about, I'm also curious about, is like how the media is going to handle this. Like, it's, I could just imagine like them being at the standoff, the military, excuse me, the military ready, and you know all these. <laughs> college students, quote unquote, that you said. Like, <laughs> I think ready, college students are the most lined up against happy. one another, and then the media like recording it and live streaming it on the news. It's like live. It's like how much of it would they show? Would there be a twist in it? Would you know? Would the media try and twist this against? Or it's like how far would they show until it's like okay, no more. Like if if things got out of hand. Then it's a cut, and it's like it leaves us like with oh my gosh, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's even it, harder than. I think it's scarier, you know. Like they're gonna if they do. Let's say that something goes terribly wrong. Yeah. They either keep recording and hope that it calms down, or they cut it. And if they cut it, nobody at that point we're cut off. Yeah, we don't exactly. know what goes on. It's it's and like, that's that gives people back home, especially if the if it's a worried parent and their kid went out there to do it, you know. Like, not saying, like, a seven-year-old's going to be out there, but, like, uh, a 23-year-old is, like, mom and dad are watching the news, and, yeah. they, and he said something about it, and they do or don't know that he's there, and then all of a sudden it's a cut. 
You know? I, I mean, that would be absolutely terrifying. Yeah, I mean, horrible. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a very interesting day for everybody. I think, I mean, it's another, what, what did I say earlier, 40 days away? I think it's 40 yeah. days um, away. I mean, we're recording at 9.38 p.m., so it's like almost 39 days. But anyway, so... Me and you, we just got back from, we, well, okay, so we both live around Dallas, Texas, um, and I got off of work around 12 in the afternoon, and I decided to come up to Windstar with you. What's up? Let's just clarify that we weren't born in the city of Dallas, Texas, so. But we're like, we live around there. Yeah, so So we're not familiar with the city area. Well, I am. Well, you are. I'm I go to, not I go to school in Dallas, yeah. so like I'm familiar with it. But anyway, so um, Cameron lives. Cameron doesn't live in Dallas right now. He lives like an hour away from where I do. But um, him and his grandma rode up to Windstar, and then I, after I got off work, rode up, you know, on my own. And we've kind of made it a thing now where me and him will go together like once a month or once every other month, just to kind of hang out and and just chill. Like his grandma gets like. Uh, uh, she's a VIP member, so she gets all these amazing benefits. She can call up there and be like, like free rooms. Cameron yeah. gets them too because he's part of the family, and so, oh, so that's yeah. what we think. I yeah, don't think yeah. they'll ever admit that. But yeah, I think that's I'm, why because I don't get anything from no. him at all. But um, and change, so how about you just marry into the family somehow? We'll just adopt you. And so it's like it's <laughs> super cool. I can't tell if that's rain. Sorry, guys. It's like raining. I think that was like, because it has a smell. I think that was the dude in front of us for it. <laughs> shooting his windshield wiper. Okay, so we're driving. We're currently driving back to Windstar from Oklahoma City. But it's sprinkling. Anyways, keep on. Oh, it is sprinkling. Okay, so anyways, came to Windstar. Um, super cool. This is like the fourth time that we've been up here, and so we decided to go up to Oklahoma City. It's my second time ever being there. Have you ever been there? I've okay. I went there when a oh, flight got know. delayed, but that was it. I okay, been so out you of stayed airport. in the airport. Yeah. Pretty okay, much. so yeah, that was my second time being there. I went to a convention center, or I went to a concert in. You know what? I just realized. What? It was in OKC Arena, Chesapeake. Or I was about to say, are you gonna say it's in that giant tower yeah. we were looking no, at? No, no, no. It was in Chesapeake, whatever it's called, OKC Arena, where the Oklahoma City Thunder play, and uh, it's like Chris Tomlin concert. And so we went up there. But uh, never got to, like, go look around in the city, actually look around. Um, other than we ate there and, like, could see the skyscrapers in the, in the background. But me and Cameron got to go up there and, uh, dude, we had the best pizza ever at Hideaway, Hideaway Pizza, which is just a, it's a really good pizza place. It's been on Food Network before. And, um, wow. Wow. Like, I could go on for hours. Now. I will say it's a little high. It's kind of expensive. It is not bad though for the quality of the food at all. I think we spent seventeen each, but we split the check, so it's like what, twenty. Well, we also got the appetizer. Thirty-four dollars. We got an appetizer of fried ravioli. Amazing, by the way. Highly recommend. We got the bomb pizza, which is like a pepperoni, um, roasted pineapple. garlic, pineapple. Uh, uh, they put some kind it's of like, like a sweet tangy sauce. Yeah, they put like a red sauce and it made like a. I'm trying to think. Is it brown sauce? It, well, it's red, red sauce, sauce on the menu, but yeah, red it's, sauce it's has the like brown. To the tomato base, and then uh, they also okay. put a brown sauce on it. 
the brown sauce was like the sweet tea. like hashtag yeah 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 pattern yeah. all over the pizza yeah it was really good it, it was great very sweet and it was soft I like a soft pizza so we also rode some lime scooters so like Oklahoma City does kind of like Dallas actually now that I think about it it's like they have their in the city city where the downtown area is yeah. where like the skyscrapers are they I mean we were riding on the lime scooters and uh super fun we probably rode for 30 minutes but there was like one point where we were riding down the street and um his is almost dead i know you're freaking out his yeah. is almost dead i was getting over this like his is almost dead so his is driving a lot slower than mine well i get in front of him and we're passing like the tram because there's a tram um tracks like all throughout it and um there's a point where the concrete the sidewalk gets really close to the the tram tracks and so we have to basically hope hope for life that we're not gonna fall either on the sidewalk or onto the ram track it's like a it's like two maybe two and a half feet yeah wide. exactly and you're on this scooter and uh i'll let cameron explain okay. this out. it was so funny the scooter's not very wide either just to say but the tram track right has a little indention in it so that way the wheels can sit inside of it so it keeps it on the track well, Brandon goes off ahead because his scooter is super fast and mine's running. It's almost dead. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm just going to look up at these cool towers because the architecture here looks pretty cool. And so, you know, I'm just riding along. Brandon does the smart thing and he's aware of the track. <laughs> and uh, I looked down and I was like, oh, okay, it gets a little closer. And so I looked back up and then next thing I know, the whole world has rotated and the and the ground is fastly approaching my head um, because the wheel is just wide enough to fall into that little hole where the, the uh, tram wheel goes and it um it grabbed the wheel like it went in for my weight and it didn't go any further and so I just stopped so the front wheel is like uh, what's I turned into a lever basically. I, my whole body just went forward, and the scooter was going with me. The back of it was about to hit me in the butt. And um, <laughs> I immediately, as soon as I felt myself go down, I took my legs off the scooter. I planted them firmly on the ground, took a few steps forward because I was about to fall over, uh, recovered, and then put my hand out on the um, on the sidewalk. Which is like, it's probably up to my waist, I'd say. Around, or a little bit below my waist. And um, and I used my hand to stop myself from falling. Which my hand's still a little scraped up, but it's fine. Um, and there were five people at the sidewalk waiting for the tram at the little bench. And I knew they were looking at me. Because I could feel them looking at me. But I didn't dare look at them. And then Brandon like turned around because he said he just heard literally um, and I just went I, I'm okay and then I, I, I yanked my scooter out of the the hole it fell into I caught up to Brandon Brandon's like so um you followed the hole and I went you know me so well it was funny it was it, funny it was very eventful for me I, I was terrified um I, I did pretty good though. I'll say that. Um, 
crap. I was gonna, I was gonna ask something. I forgot what it was. I got another point. What? You want? Okay. It depends on what it is. What? My mutton chops. If you people don't know what mutton chops are, look them up right now for some, uh, for some uh, reference. But it's like that Confederate soldier, like cheek hair only. Uh, not very popular nowadays, I've realized. But I've been growing this out for six months now. I trim it every now and then, so. But I mean, I've been debating on what I'm going to do with it. Because I told Asher, which I wasn't very serious about this, one of our friends, Asher. I told him I was going to just keep it until it graduates, which is the end of uh, this school year. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Because literally every time I wake up, whoever's in the house looks at me and we make eye contact for a short second. There's no word spoken, but I know exactly what they want to say. They, they look at me and they go, Cameron, why is that rat, why are the pair of rats still on your face? I, I kid you not. Like, it's no words are spoken, but I can feel it in their eyes. Okay, so something I've been thinking about that I just thought about. Do you know, like, just thinking about the fact that we literally decided this morning or last night, I guess it was, just to get up and come to Oklahoma and then go to Oklahoma City and drive back to Winstar. Like, was there a shift? Because I know there was for me, and I'll talk about it in a second. Was there a shift be- between before when you, like, were under your parents' rule and, like, just felt like you were obeying into now it's like you are rolling almost like okay become consciously aware that you are in control of like your life from this point was there like ever a point that you realized that okay before i'm gonna say yes right okay. I'll, to answer your question but I'll, i will elaborate after i a- ask you this question real quick Did hold on you? don't don't follow up my question with the question no, no it's just a small question just a yes or no did you feel this shift whenever you got your car? Like you were able to drive? Yeah, yes, kind of. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So here's the weird There's thing. There's definitely a shift in freedom. Yes. Here's, um, here's the weird thing. I had a mini shift. I, I want to call it a mini okay. shift. Because what happened was my parents didn't think I was responsible for some reason to drive a car. Um, I'm not extremely responsible, but I'd say I was capable of driving a car. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Which, you got your license when you were how old again? I was... Okay, the, you get your license at 16, right? Yeah. So, I would have been 17. 17, but I, you were I about started to it was my like, job at the movie theater. It was like, okay, so yeah, you were I like... Was, it was like a week after I started. Halfway through 17, almost 18. Area. So, it was, okay. it was two Christmas... It was the Christmas before last Christmas. Uh, about a week before that Christmas, I'd say. Okay. So, but before that, everybody could drive mm-hmm. besides me. Yeah. I didn't feel as restricted, I'd say, because I knew I could just call somebody half the time because everybody would be hanging out. Yeah. And I'd just be like, hey, do you want to do something? Yeah, sure. Do you want to pick me up? And normally it would be Pierce. Because Pierce lives like seven minutes. One of our other friends yeah. from high school. He lives like seven minutes away, so I would just call him up and like, hey, they want to do something, or everybody else in class wants to do something. Do you want to pick me up and we'll go? And half time he'd say yes. 
And I would, and then I turn to my mom and I'd say, "Hey, mom, uh, is it okay if I go to blah blah blah?" And then she go, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Because she didn't. I think once I hit 16, my mom was like, she didn't want to restrict me at all. I think she wanted me to have the freedom of being a kid. Yeah. Um, because yeah, she yeah. thought I'd be responsible. Yeah. Um, at least enough to not, you know, go get myself killed. But, um, but once I hit 17 and I could actually drive, it took me like a couple of days. And I started driving like by myself to go get things like food and groceries and whatnot. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh my God, I could, I could just drive to Canada right now if I really wanted to. Like I could, I could do that. Probably one of my parent, my parents probably wouldn't like it, but I could do that. Definitely. And like after that, it's been like I'll make plans with you, and then like literally an hour later, I'll be like, hey, by the way, me and Brandon decided we're gonna go uh, bowling, you know, just stuff like that. So like I think for me, um, when I noticed the shift, or like kind of like the the difference between. Like, my parents controlling my life. And I don't mean that in, like, rolling my life. I mean, just, like, being the, the filter and the moderator of, like, what I can and can't do. And, like, me being my own person and, like, realizing, holy crap, like, I can make my own decisions and do my own things. Was also, I think it was, really, when I got my car. When I, when I had my license, got my own car, um, which my parents paid for the first one. And then I think I paid, I paid, like what was out of my savings towards it but it wasn't it wasn't a it was a chunk but it wasn't like huge yeah Yeah. huge yeah it was like what I had to give and so paid that and then I got a truck and so um, from that point I remember the first day I had my license I was like this is crazy like I get to just get up and drive in school and that's what's even crazier to me is the fact that you go through six months of driving with a parent or a trained professional in the vehicle and then you take a test and then from that point that you pass the test you can just get in a car and start driving and like i, I remember getting with, with the correct papers yes, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's yeah, make that abundantly yeah, yeah, clear yeah. <laughs> but like i just remember like i just get in my and got in my truck and just hold okay Gosh, oh. i thought that was a train I thought that was like a, uh, a bulldozer. Sorry, like we saw scoop. like flashing lights and it's like pitch black outside. It's like LED white lights pointed yeah. at us. Okay, so anyway, so oh. it's like I get in my car, my truck and I'm like driving to school and I'm like, this is just crazy because it's just happening like out of nowhere. But for me, like I guess it really, really kicked in though the moment I got my car taken away. Really? Yes. So like when I would be grounded or get in trouble for something, my parents would take my car keys since they still paid insurance and, you know, and, you know, paid for the majority of the truck. So, you know, they had the right to. Um, but it's like that moment, from that moment, I'm fending, like you said, like I'm relying on friends to pick me up and take me places. And, and like, you just feel so powerless, no matter like how much freedom or how old you are, or, like what you're involved in, like the fact that you have to rely on other people. And I think it's a pride issue too. It was for me. Yeah. Um, it's just being so prideful to not want to ask for help, but it was like, that's when I realized, like, wow, I gotta be careful because I'm my own person and I and I don't like other people controlling me anymore. Yeah, I think like for you it was probably harder, but for me, like, 
asking people for rides was normal back then. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Like it was for Cause me. Because I remember even Pierce, was, yours were reversed. Pierce, what I got. Pierce, our best friend, would also he would like complain because you always asked him for a ride. <laughs> like you were just comfortable without having your license, and I think it was just because. You didn't feel a huge need to, like you. No, I, I could. You guys always have my back. Exactly. And that's how I yeah, you were provided for. You had a good group of friends who would like always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Definitely. whenever you guys went to events, I was like, why don't I just ride with you? It'd be fun. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> There's okay, a video so, of me somewhere. So for wrapping in uh, Pierce's truck. I went to a public school. Um, all like throughout my life, except for my senior year in high school. My senior year in high school, I transferred from a class, from like a, a class, as in like class of 2018, from, I transferred from class of 2018 with 600 and something um, graduating class to my senior year, the school that Cameron attends, a class of nine, repeat, nine, like zero, nine uh, seniors. And boy, it was a massive change. Um, yeah, we were like a mid-sized group for that school, I'd say. Well, no, I guess we were small. It might have been a small one. No, for the secondary, we were right in the middle. I think there was one class that had eight. The other two had 11 to 13, and yeah. we had nine. So I guess we were still on the lower end, but yeah, yeah, but still in the middle too. But yeah, I just remember, so I will say, my public school, Cameron. Huge. And, and it was, I don't want to say it was more fun, because it definitely wasn't. But, like, the opportunity that it provides is so much more. Yeah. Just because they have so much more staff and so much more, like, programs and things you budget. Can do there. Yeah. So they can create all these different programs. Like, you could take automotive class. Yeah. And, like, they, they literally had, a, yeah, they literally had a shop where you could pull in, like, anybody from the city of our, uh, from our hometown, almost said it, from our hometown could just pull in the shop. I mean, and, uh, would it really matter if they do? Yeah, but it's just and okay, so. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it quiet. For but uh, yeah, so you can just pull in the shop at a school, and like us as students got the opportunity to like. Obviously, there's a teacher that supervised and taught us, but we got yeah. to work on real cars, and so like, and you know, there's even there's flight classes. You could have your pilot's license by the age of sixteen. What? Yes. I didn't know about. Is Aviation it? Did they classes. like teach you at the airport down there? Yeah, the airport is right next door. Okay. okay, so like also the engineering program, they built an airplane. They built uh, I, a full-on airplane. Camera. Was it just in one year, or was it like collectively over? Uh, I don't know for sure. I know I know Mr. Kirk. I don't know if you know him. He has no. daughters that went that went to CCA. And okay. He was my algebra one teacher in ninth grade. Um, he he led the engineering program, and uh, and or maybe it was an aviation program. I don't remember for sure. But they built like a, it's like a little crop duster. It's like two people airplane, and it like had cranberry colors and all kinds of stuff all over. It, and it was awesome. Like Did you somebody like fly it every now and then. Uh, I think so. At it's games, like, you just see like cranberry yeah, yeah, plane yeah, yeah. flying over. And so, like, keep in mind, this isn't. Uh, it's a five A school. It's not a six A, which is the biggest high school, but it is a five A school, and. Um, it, I mean, like, for another example, they did this my senior year, so I wasn't there. But they started doing, for perfect attendance, for every six weeks, so there's six, six weeks, six, six-week periods um, in public school that they grade you on. Okay, so instead of two semesters, there's still two semesters, but they, like, break up each six weeks, you know. That's what they've been doing in that whole district. Like yeah, whole yeah, area. yeah, exactly. And so... Um, 
but for each six six weeks that you get perfect attendance which means no absences at all you get two names in a drawing or maybe it's three if you have one to two absences it's two names in a drawing if you have more than that it's one and then if you have a certain amount it's zero names in your drawing but at the end of this end of the semester or the end of the year they do a drawing for a 2019 uh i believe it's a chevrolet car like the brand new car for a student it's got granberry colors and obviously it has the school oh print all over it. but a 2019 vehicle to whoever to like just for having perfect attendance it's like it's just cool to think about like all the different opportunities that they had and then i was in rtc jrtc a marine corps jrtc gosh and um i loved it it was amazing but then we go, then I go to this public, or this private school, <laughs> with these weird, weird kids. No, I'm just He's kidding. He's talking about me. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But like... You know, here's the thing. Let, let's give them a little perspective. The school, at the time, when you joined, was still in that little church. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking like, oh, I just think of, what's a, like, building that everybody can relate to? Um, I don't know. Wait, what are you talking about? Like, how can we, like, give them a perspective of the size of this building? The size of the building. Um, well, think. Man, I don't know. There's not really a way that I can think of. Um, okay. It's probably the size of, like, a an average, like... If you parked, I'd say, six 18-wheelers next to one side, and then, like, maybe two or three. That might be hard. It was probably about the size of a football field. Like a full you football know, field. Yeah, you're right. Like a full football field, like from end zone to end zone, sideline to sideline, except where it obviously wasn't a perfect rectangle. No, it, was like it had like a... Uh, basketball court. A baseball diamond, and then there was like a square attached to like home plate where that would be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a, in the shape of a baseball diamond. The hallways wrapped in, a, in a, kind of like a diamond shape. And uh, then there was a basketball gym slash volleyball gym in the square part yeah yeah and then there's a cafeteria right in the entrance where well the entrance that we go through okay quote quotes around cafeteria there it so was like going from this going from this massive school with like 17 different departments like literally into you know a football field area it's like it it really was just half a department really I yeah think. no joke and but but i will say like the community feel of the school we went to. Oh, oh my gosh! You know what? If you don't like whoever's in your class, you gotta suck it up because you're you're with them. Either and, they leave or you leave. And <laughs> I think that's so good too. Not yeah. only because like the conflict itself sucks, but like it forces you to work through it. Yeah, like, it, it, it definitely gives you perspective of like I don't like this person, but at the end of the day, I have a job to do at school. I would have to get through. It, you know? Yeah. Either that or I quit, and I don't. And I'm not a quitter. And I, and I just liked like that. I went from like having I would like my friends who who I would consider my best friends were would change every single school year when I went to yeah. this public school because there's so many different influences. You know? No, not that I wouldn't have classes with any of them. Oh, like literally, I would not have a class, a single class, with any of the same friends the next semester because we were all focusing on different things we have the same course subject sure but there's like six different teachers for each course subject so you're never going to get the same class with them but like our electives so what we focus on to get you know college credit for whatever 
are all different. There's so many different options. We can choose our own paths. And so I didn't have any any class, except for ROTC, so with my group of friends. But it's like who I consider my best friends, who my friends were for the semester, always depended on what classes I had. And so it was always different. But then at the school that we went to, my senior year and you went through is wait since you were in Okay, so I made it halfway through middle school at public school and then I think I joined yeah, it was eighth grade I joined. Which I have a funny story about when I joined. Um, well hold on. So like yeah. all to say like you come to this I come to the school with nine seniors and it's like four girls, five guys and it was just it was crazy. It was awesome. We went to all the same core classes, so like all of the same four main classes together, same times, same subject, same teacher, and everything. And then the only thing that was different is our electives. And I know there's a truck in here though. And so like we had to, we had the choice of our own electives, but we only got to choose what, one or two? Um, that's a good question. I, I think we did two because I did, um, I did yearbook, I think. Okay, yeah. And then I did something else. And I can't remember what something else was. I don't think you had an extra elective. I think you had, you had switched to consumer math. I think so. And I remember we had to take college prep, but that doesn't yep. count as, well, I mean, it was considered an elective, but like we had to take it. Yeah. So, okay, so yeah, one more funny story and then I'll let you talk. Okay, so like my first couple weeks at this new school, I was like, I didn't know anybody going there, except for one person who, she went there, she went to the same public school as me, so I had seen, like, her around, and, like, knew of her, and she knew of me, but, like, we'd never talked to her friends, so, like, I knew her when I got there, and we became friends quickly, just because we had that, like, circumstance, yeah, like, exactly, you're both new, she relatability, so and so, but, uh, I get there, and, like, I remember like, just going to classes, and I'm like, okay, so, like, you get the awkward, the, not awkward, but, like, the small talk, the casual talk, we want to make sure you don't feel left out, so we'll, like, have a small conversation with you, but then, like, Cameron, <laughs> Cameron sits behind me in a lot of the classes. How you doing, guys? And, <laughs> and he was just, I was, like, I just remember sitting in the classroom one time, and, like, looking around, and, like, the girls have their own cliques, so there's conversation going on there, and then, you know, a couple of our other friends are dating, so they're talking, and then, you know, Pierce and, and, Grayson. and his, yeah, and his friends are talking, and Sammy's, like, on his phone, and I just, like, remember, like, straight up thinking, like, I gotta make some friends here, like, who is the first person that I need to approach? <laughs> And like, guys, I literally, I, don't know this I literally turned around, and Cameron looks at me, and he goes, hi. <laughs> like, in the weirdest, like, upfits, like, just uh, trying hey. to make me feel, yeah, hey, <laughs> trying to make me feel uncomfortable. But it was, like, so perfect, and I knew from, like, that point on, I was like, screw it, dude, we're going to be friends. And so, we became friends quickly. But. I, I wasn't, okay, I'm not good at making friends, like, like connection with people off the bat but like once you get to know me and we get like a, a small connection I'll either weird you out in a funny way or I'll just make like I'm, I'm I'm slacking on this nowadays but I make good improv jokes sometimes I don't know if you remember or no you weren't there for this I don't know okay English teacher right she's reading a, a story 
Okay. And she's talking about um, this this guy, and he's like, "Can I ask what story it was?" Do you I remember? can't remember, okay. but I know it was something about a guy when he's young, he's rich, and like all this stuff, you know. And as he gets old, it all goes away, you know. Okay. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, "What's the, what do you guys think the beginning about the story is about?" And I was like, "Me." And like there was a pause. And she just looked at me right in the eyes. And, like, I stared at her for a good two seconds. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. This is bad. And then she just started laughing. And I never heard her laugh so hard. And then everybody else started laughing. And I was like, oh. And I started, like, kind of a nervous laugh. Because I was like, I, I thought I was dead. I was like, I was expecting to go to the place. Everybody else is laughing, though? Everybody else just started laughing. Like, there was a pause, and I think I could see, like, Stevie out of the corner of my eye look at me, and I was like, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Alright, so, and then another thing, like, halfway through that, through our senior year, they decided to do a new policy on cell phones, and they didn't want us to use our cell phone in class, so they would have, <laughs> like, shoe, like, uh, shoe caddies, like, uh, the thing that you hang up on your door and you can hang shoes on. You hang it up in your closet door. Like little pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pockets. It's to like put a sheet of pockets. So, like, we them. have us an assigned number, and we're supposed to put them in at the beginning of our class. <laughs> After a test or a quiz or, or something like that, we're sitting in our AMP, Anatomy and Physiology class, and uh, Cameron's on his phone, and I'm like three people over to the right. And all of a sudden, I see the teacher, teacher come up next to him and tap him on the shoulder and say, "Give me the phone." <laughs> this, this was after that rule, though, because like we eventually the whole school just started ignoring the rule. Yeah, yeah. And that didn't become a thing anymore. But the camera, camera was. Camera you was, just. I forgot about this. I purposely forgot about this story. You've just awoken. Like so many emotions within me right now. But keep it's going. Funny, cause I can't be the one telling. Because Cameron was like, Cameron, he was like, what? I, I, I was just, I don't even remember what you said. I, you, she was like, give me the phone, and I was you like, you had an excuse. I, I was like, at first you had I was an like, excuse. You said we could get on our phones or whatever. And yeah, then, yeah, She yeah. said something about it, and, I, and then she was like, no. And I was like, no, give me the phone. And Cameron was like, and then he was like, wait, why do I have to give you the phone? Like, kind of putting up a fight, but not like. Like, aggressively give me, I was like give me a reason because I don't, I don't see the reason and, and then she just she eventually took it and I've never seen Cameron's face so red and, and it, it, it sucks too because like when the teachers take the phone which I feel like this is a little much but like they take it to the office and then our parents have to pay I think it's $25 $25 to start to get it back yeah and then it's like $50 the next time which like I understand she got me a second time do you remember that? <laughs> She got me a second time, and I think I don't remember. <laughs> yes, that's don't, when you got upset the second that, time. That's again. when I got the first really time. Really I just time. like I gripped my phone and I was like, "You want this phone? You got the fire The first time he knew he was like in trouble, so they gave it up. But the second time happened like literally five days, four or five days afterwards, and Cameron just lost it because it was the same class, the same seat, the same scenario. He got his phone I, taken away. I honestly think I was like checking a message or something because I got a message from like my mom or something. Right? Yeah, it was something like that, and I checked it, and she was like, "Give me your phone." I was like, "You were waiting for this, you evil woman!" Oh my gosh, it was. It, I like I. 
I felt bad, but on the inside, I was dying just to add the scenario. I mean, if I if I wasn't okay, when I get in trouble, I lock down. I really do. I really lock down. Me too. Me too. Um, and I I have a hard time talking. I just wanted to be over making my point. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. And so, like, if I could. I would have been. I would have stood up. I, if I if I had no barrier at that moment, I would have stood up and been like, no. And I would have death gripped my phone, which I did to a degree. And I would have been like, you're not taking this phone from me again. And my mom ended up making a uh, a case for me because she was like, that's not his phone. That's my phone. Because I'm the one who pays the bills for it. He doesn't. So you can't take that phone. I'm like, well, I guess we'll give it back. We still have to pay the fee. I'm like, no, no, no. And they're like, okay. But he has to do something for us. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, okay. Whatever. It was just, it's just like, it's it's hard because like we understand the logic behind it. I mean, we shouldn't be on our phones. Like we're I, there for a reason. Our parents spend money for us to be there. I think it would have been fine if they didn't ask for money. Because I think asking for money. I think so too. I think is, the fee itself is what, I feel like, like if it was a, if it was the third or fourth time that you've had your phone taken, yeah, ask for money. But like the first time, $25, doesn't sound like a lot to some of you. No, some of you, like, you realize that's a lot of money for us, especially being broke high school students who aren't working. You know? Now, let's make this clear. This is a private school that you're paying money to go to in the first place. Yeah. And I don't. I know you had trouble with that, but, like, my family was scrounging money together. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Me too. And it's so, like, like, we heard this, and we were like, you already have all of our money. What do you want? Yeah. Like, you want us to just suddenly give you more money, or where are we going to get it? it's like I mean I feel like we're up playing it too I mean I don't think it was that it's, big of a it's, deal but it's, it's not just like, like a, it's the it's the concept behind it yeah. that is kind of hard and, and, and they've changed point, it all since then yeah. too so it's like it's not like our school is just being jerks to be jerks they're like fixing it yeah they're, they're doing the best they can but, but I, mean, I think the big flaw the real big flaw with that whole idea is the fact that it's punishing the parents more than it's the kids because you know what the kids half the time aren't going to be the ones paying for it it's normally going to be mom and dad, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's something that they, like, have to take into account. Yeah. But it just, it gets missed sometimes. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there are, the original idea was to motivate parents to punish their kids or something. But, you know, it's in the past now. But I, I am I'm very, I'm awake now. I'm very awake. <laughs> I had forgotten that. <laughs> I forgot that whole class mainly because of that, I think. That's awesome. And the fact that, like, I just didn't like that class in general. Okay, so, basically, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening, um, if you made it this far, to the uh, Suddenly Podcast. Um, it's been, like, a really fun time. I'm not sure the consistency of, like, how often we will be posting this podcast, uh, but I'm sure me and Cameron will work out a schedule and um, just post it and see what you guys think. So, like, feel free to leave comments and, and feedback and just constructive criticism on, like, what you guys would like to hear about us talk about and, um, like, everything else. It's like, obviously, we're both, you know, college age. I'm 20, he's 19. And so, I mean, we've been through stuff, but, you know, we're still experiencing. We're young and dumb, like, experiencing life and stuff like that, too. So, um, but I feel like we definitely have some funny memories and some funny stories to share. And, um, yeah, we just want to see, like, kind of what kind of reaction and, and group of people we get out of this, too. Feel free to yell at me for anything I said that you disagree with, by the way. <laughs> yes, we just, love... I love... I Well, I don't know about him, but like, I love hearing Cameron like put up his case against other people. Because it's always... It's going to offend people, but well, it's going to be like, Well, it's like... I'll say like seven out of ten times, Cameron's cases are just ridiculous and over the top. 
but they're also very entertaining to listen to. Because, like, a small portion of it actually makes sense also. Yeah, let's just make this clear, though. If you do make a case and I do, like, talk about it, don't take it personally. It's either me expressing my opinion or Brandon saying something and then instantly destroying my case (laughs) and me quickly trying to recover it. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. That's awesome. No hard feelings. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the first ever Suddenly podcast. Um, and like I said, work out a schedule, and uh, hopefully in the next one, uh, we'll have some... Uh, heck, maybe we'll have an ad, Cameron. <laughs> Suddenly peanuts. <we> <laughs> Suddenly peanuts. Okay, we'll be working on that in the meantime. But thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next one.